You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Locked On Utes. Uh, Rather heavy edition we're going to get into today. Some tragic, tragic news over the weekend. Brian, how are you, sir? Yeah, you know, I think like everybody out there, I'm hurting. Um, But this is something that you and I talked about that needs to happen. And and we want to try and add some perspective. And I think more than anything, get some some grief off of our chests about how tragic and sad this was, you know, the passing of Ty Jordan. Yeah. We, we're going to talk today. This, the, this entire episode is dedicated to the life and legacy of Ty Jordan. Uh, tragically taken away from us in the prime of life, 19 years old. There's a lot to unpack about the loss of his life and how it's going to affect the Utah football program. Brian and I are going to examine that from every angle we could think of on today's podcast. It's our first opportunity to do so since the news broke early Saturday morning. So without further ado, Brian, what do you say? Should we break into it here? No better time like the present, man. All right, let's do it. This is the Locked on Utes podcast for December 28th, 2020. Welcome into Locked On Utes. Once again, I'm Jay Catch. That is Brian Brown. A big thank you for joining us. We are your co-hosts here on your daily podcast, focused on all things Utah. And Brian, I wish this podcast had a uh, much more, I don't know how to say it, a much more lighter tone to it. But sad news out of Denton, Texas, late Friday night, according to the reports from the Denton Police Department, Ty Jordan, dead of an apparent gunshot wound. And I, I was stunned, to say the least, when I woke up Saturday morning and saw the tweets coming out from family and friends in that area and them talking about memorial, memorializing his life. Brian, where should we start on this? It's it was just an absolute stunning breaking news morning. I, I had I woke up to text on my phone asking, is it real? Is it real? And um, I think the best place to start is to really just break down who Ty Jordan was. You know, it, it was shocking news the way it happened. I think mm-hmm. the word that just keeps going through my head is tragic. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those things where I just don't know how else to describe it because it wasn't. You know, an accidental shooting, self-inflicted gunshot wound into the leg. It, it just feels like it was almost like star-crossed in a sense. You know, I, I you wouldn't expect me to be Shakespearean, but uh, it, it just that, that's the only way that I can almost describe it is that this bright star. And I think everybody has shared their thoughts and, and how they feel about it he was an incredible human. He was an incredible football player. I think football was the vehicle to take him and and to showcase who he was to everyone else so that you could get to know this, this great individual. And it's just, it's crushing in in so many respects because I I don't know if you had a chance to listen to hands and Scotty when they broke it down, but it's just the the potential of of what he had going and and for this to happen so young 
it, it's crushing. I think the, the part about Ty Jordan is it was twofold on the field. He was an incredible athlete. And, and I think that was very evident with how he played the fact that he put up the kind of numbers that he did. If he had played as the lead back throughout the season, he probably would have been first or second on that total yards list. Sure. Maybe even one of the top backs in, in the, in the pack 12, and so the on-field stuff was impressive, but I think the on-off-field stuff was equally so. Just the love of his teammates had for him. He had an electric personality. The outpouring on social media, I think some of it is just people react when something's tragic, but the genuineness of expression from everyone, from Coach Whittingham to Kyle McDonald to administration and staff, and, and I, I, you know, I have a friend who works up there, that was just beside himself because he didn't know what to think. It was somebody that he talked to every day and, and the loss was just weighing on him so heavily. And it's because of who he was as a person. And, and he had a, a, a lot of adversity to overcome to get to the university of Utah. His mother had cancer passed away in the fall and he came into Utah, put his grief, put his, emotions to work in such a positive manner. And and I think if I'm trying to say what I want the lasting impression of Ty Jordan to be for me, it's that, that ability to take negative and turn it into positive in his life. Well, I think that's a very, very good point there. And like I said, Brian, when I when I woke up, I opened Twitter, and the first thing I saw was a tweet. Somebody had retweeted the, one of the tweets from down there in the greater Dallas-Fort Worth area talking about the life and legacy of Ty Jordan. And it's just crazy to think that at 19 years old, he is struck down after just a marvelous debut season at Utah. He went out and was Pac-12 freshman and newcomer of the year. He was all Pac-12 second team running back. It looked like he was on track. Brian to pass or at least match what Zach Moss had done in a Utah uniform. I think many of us believe Zach Moss is the greatest running back to have played in a Utah uniform, and there have been a great number of them, especially over the past two-plus decades, but it looked like for a debut season, for his first opportunity, first crack at playing for Utah, Ty Jordan looked every bit the next great Utah running back, and to have him snatched away so quickly and so suddenly just leaves... uh, almost like a pit in everybody's stomach i feel like it it does and and i it's hard to describe what his potential was you can talk about getting ahead of yourself and things like that he laid it out on the field there wasn't a whole lot that was going to change in terms of how you stop him and how you stop that offense the way that his game was just, it was almost magical in a sense, right? That a player of his size could have that kind of speed and he showcased it against Colorado and, Oh, please don't start tearing up right now. Brown bear. Um, You know, the power that he run with the authority first game, first game in college, he goes up to USC and he is just laying the wood on dudes Mm -hmm. popping back up. And he's got that bright smile on his face. And, and I think, you know, he had the work ethic to match it, which was so, so important. The, the things that Kyle Whittingham said, when you talk to anybody on that staff from the, from the beginning, when you talk to anybody around the program who knew about him, it was all the same thing. You know, he kind of burst onto the scene nationally with that, uh, I'll say infamous picture sure. of him and the opposite player kneeling in prayer for, on behalf of his mother. Um, a friend of mine, when I was talking to him about this, shared a quote with me 
That friend said, don't let your talents take you where your character can't keep you. I like and it. I think, I think that's one that when you talk about Ty Jordan, he had both, he had the character to match his talents and, and the potential for it was, I don't want to say limitless because I think that's, you know, such a overused adjective, but you know, there four, three, four years at the university of Utah, who knows what could have happened. And, and it was the perfect fit for him. And so those are all things that you look back on, you know, and, and then you look back on the things like, you know, he got the game ball after the Oregon state game. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he did was thank you for, for, let, for giving me this, for honoring me with this, but it's really my offensive line that deserves it. And it's been a unit that's at Utah that's been maligned at times. And, and to have that kind of humility and understanding about the team aspect of it, you know, I think those are the types of individuals that really the level for success is, is whatever they want to make it. Yeah, you know, that's I, that's a very good point, and Brian. I want to dig in more into that here in just a moment. Uh, we're th- this podcast today, very heavy topic to deal with. Obviously, to lose a young man the caliber of Ty Jordan is not easy, especially for a team, but not easy for a fan base. So today's podcast, all focused on that. We'll get to more. I want to examine his humility, who Ty Jordan was as a player here in just a moment. Before we do that, we do need today to talk to you about our good friends at Bet Online, though, Brian. Uh, you and I have been big fans of Bet Online since they came on board with us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. What I love about Bet Online is they have every type of bet you could possibly want to place. Whether you want to go money line, you want to go by the spread, you want to go over under, even if you want prop bets, Brian, betonline.ag's got it for you. Yeah, it's the one place that has you covered for everything that you might want to invest in. I think the the emergence of the gambling world, you know, is upon us now and and it's a way to stay invested in what you're doing and uh for you and i we're getting into it for the first time thanks to bet online sure and it's it's eye-opening it's fun uh it's a way to get involved and get in on the action i think with the heaviness of the world seemingly every single week Mm -hmm. this is a way to find a way to invest in what's going on every day to to find some enjoyment to 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 I want to see. I want to say relax because that was the other guys. But to to find a way to get emotionally invested in something to help you take a break from everything else that sits on top of you with reality. Yeah, it gets you skin in the game. And so there's only one place that's got you covered, one place that we trust, and that's our good friends at betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus courtesy of BetOnline, guys. I'm telling you, this is the best place to go in and bet. Make sure you check it out. Once again, use that promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Get 50% that welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts all right brian let's break into this here and you mentioned something right before we talked about bet online there i wanted to talk about more about the character of a kid like ty jordan because that story of the oregon state game there are far too many young men who are taking that game ball and would put it uh, wherever they have their quote-unquote uh, trophy case whether it's in their home they send it home to their parents no matter what it might have been they would have taken that and said this young man, he in turn hands it off to his offensive line and gives the credit to them. I think that is just almost the epitome of what Ty Jordan was as a football player, despite the short time he was at the University of Utah. 
hundred percent. He was uh, Robert Blecken, who's the recruiting coordinator for the University of Utah, said larger than life personality, and posted that GIF of him throwing out the fishing line and reeling it back in. Sure, and that was just how he approached everything uh, from schoolwork relationships with coaches i know that he and coach kyle mcdonald had 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 developed a very strong very close relationship he was somebody that coach mcdonald cared about both personally and and professionally Mm -hmm. in terms of developing into a football player because he had goals and aspirations of making it to the nfl he wanted to help his family out uh hands told the story on on he and scotty's podcast i highly recommend you listen to it if you get a chance because yes no one handles those raw emotions like and, and they've been through situations similar to this, but they are the best in the market for a reason, you know, because they know how to how to express what we were all feeling. It was very cathartic for me to listen to it. But Hans told the story about when Ty's mother passed away, that he went back to Texas to, to be with the family and everything like that. And the team said, you stay there as long as you need. You know, we'll take care of you. We'll take care of everything. Mm-hmm. And and he said, no, I want to get back to work. I want to get back to my team because my mom would want it, want it that way. And he mentioned his mom time after time in, in post-game interviews. He was very aware. And, and, you know, we all deal with grief in different ways. I think some people maybe struggle with the aspect that you've never met somebody and you're grieving over them, but sure. that's the impact of Ty Jordan. You didn't have to meet him for, for him to have a positive impact on you. He brought joy to a lot of people because he was so true to himself and true to what he believed in and, and true to those principles that made him successful. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I think the evidence of that is how much the sports world in general uh, mourned the loss of Ty Jordan. We saw it from the Utah Jazz, their home opener. They held a, they had a moment of silence before that game. Uh, ESPN, was it the Liberty-Coastal Carolina game that they had mm-hmm. like a halftime, uh, sh- what do you want to call it, a, a showcase almost? I don't know how, what you, how would you want to term it, but they talked a lot about what Ty Jordan had meant to the sport in his short time. I think the the reaction at large, even from U, Utah and BYU fans, BYU fans, we all know that the rivalry exists in all things in this state with BYU and Utah. But BYU fans, I saw many of them saying, you know what, today the rivalry goes right out the window. We are all Utah fans today just with this loss. I think that goes to show how important and how much of an impact, like you said, this young man had in his very, very short time playing in Salt Lake City. I think BYU fans deserve a lot of credit and seeing multiple fans on Twitter change their AVIs to pictures of Ty Jordan, everybody embracing it because it is that kind of tragedy that crosses those lines. And at the end of the day, we are all the same members of the same team, the same human race, you know, and, and I know that's super cliche to think about and we love to get tribal with things and whatnot, but there are issues that come around that are more important. And I think this is one of them, you know, uh, Simi Mawala shared a story about not a story, but a, you know, a, a memory about how you have to be in that huddle to know who was always breathing the hardest, even on walkthrough days, we was just getting started. I love you, brother. And Nick Ford responded, big facts. Simi mentioned little bro had to lean on us so he could hear the play. I can still hear him wheezing for air. And it's just those kind of exchanges, you know, when you, when you out when you're out there on the field working together it's those little memories that that stick with you the most it's those moments that really matter the most and and to see these guys having to grieve like that 
you know, almost publicly in a sense is just, it's heartbreaking on one side of it, it, but it's also very indicative. I think of, of his impact on, on the team as a whole uh, uh, of the fan bases as a whole, you know, there are, players within this rivalry that are always going to be fire starters. Right. <laughs> and, and no matter what, you know, what he had done going for forward, Ty Jordan had, had done a lot to make people realize like, man, I hate that he's beating my team, but I love him as a player. And I think those are, I wish more players would understand how great that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think you're you're dead on with that. But I, I think that just kind of the outpouring of the emotion from everybody that had any sort of uh, connection to Salt Lake City, to the University of Utah, to Ty Jordan himself, to the Utah football program, it is all out there. And you're right. There, there are things out there that come before sports and our tribalism when it comes to our teams, etc. And a moment like this, there's no doubt about that. And seeing, yeah, Nick Ford, Simi Mawala talk about it. I saw guys like Devin Kafusi out there on social media posting about it. Uh, BYU players in mass talking about it. Uh, Isaiah Kafusi, one of BYU star linebackers, uh, used the tag Fly High King. The, these, these players Players, they understand that you know what the the bonds that you create as teammates, no matter how short a time you've been teammates, you become brothers. And Brian, you know this better than I do. I didn't play football past the high school level, but I've got a connection with my high school teammates. You did play at the collegiate level. You know how deeply those bonds, especially in college, they become ingrained. These are guys that are going to associate with, with one another for the next 40, 50, hopefully 60, 70 years, and they'll always always have that connection to the sport they played. And I think something like what has happened, this tragedy of Ty Jordan's passing is only going to make this Utah, this current iteration of the Utah football program that much closer and that much stronger in terms of their bond. It is a weird thing to, to be unified by tragedy like that. I, I remember as a player, my sophomore year at snow college, one of our teammates in if you know anything about Ephraim, it's really remote in terms of how you get to it from the main roads. There are two sure. ways to get there. Both of them are equally dangerous. At one point in time, uh, I believe it's Highway 6, mm-hmm. was one of the most dangerous stretches of road in the state. And so accidents happened all the time. And, and one of our teammates was driving home to go see his family for the weekend. was in an accident. was in critical condition. Uh, the news spread super quickly, and it was one of those things. I remember where I was when I heard. I was sitting in the apartment. One of my teammates walked in and said, did you hear about so-and-so? Um, every single practice, everyone getting there, everyone leaving was just almost walking gingerly in a sense. You know, we were there putting in the work, but there was always that little bit on your mind about, you know, how is how is Amoni doing? How is how is his family doing this, this piece of, of your team and whether you knew him personally or not, that was your brother. Yeah. And and that was somebody that was hurting. And, and so you were feeling that same, same pressure, I guess that same, same, you know, drain. And I, I think it's going to be really tough for this team. You know, I, I think some of it and, and we'll break down the football aspect eventually. I, I think from a player perspective, the hard part would be for me, I was always lucky because I had teammates around to talk to about it. Sure. And we could talk through our emotions, talk through how we were feeling. You know, it can be hard sometimes to go in and talk to a coach, Mm -hmm. but you've got your teammates around you and, and and you can 
kind of, man, like, I, like, how do you feel about practice? You know, like, how are you feeling about this? Like, it's super hard to do all this stuff when you're thinking about somebody else who's hanging on, you know, to their life by a thread and, you know, everything, thankfully, you know, our, our teammate was able to leave the hospital, make a full recovery, live his life, everything like that. Um, but it was one of those things where as we worked together and worked through it, we built those bonds like you were talking about, and it ended up with a championship appearance for our team. Now, I don't want to put expectations on this team in a football sense, but what, what I do when I think about this, they're going to need each other. Yeah. And this has been a tough year in a pandemic where they haven't been able to interact like normally there's no, you know, there's no training table anymore. So they're not in there eating food together. And so, I do worry about kids being away from the team right now, you know, and, and we talk about this a lot. Not every kid comes from the kinds of homes that we did Jake, mm-hmm. where mom and dad were there. Mom and dad could help. There were plenty, there's plenty of support from around there. You know, like my dog died this week and like the, the love from Twitter was insane, right? Like that kind of support to have is, is such a huge part of it. And, and not all these kids have that when they go back home. Yeah, and there's no doubt about that. So, uh, Brian, I want to examine that more in depth here in just a moment. I, I do want to talk about how we think this is going to affect Utah going forward. And there's no way to really know until we hear from them and see how things play out. But we'll examine that more in depth here in a moment. I do want to take a minute and talk about you and I, one of our two, one of our common bonds between you and I, and that is our love of built bars. And I, I know it sounds trite to be doing these ads when we're talking about such a heavy topic, but I can tell you this much. Built Bar brings me joy. I know it brings Brian joy. And we want to encourage you guys to check out Built Bars. They are the best tasting protein bars on the market. And I mean that 110%. I think a lot of times when you're going through struggles, it's about taking care of yourself, yes. you know, and, and that's find those ways to, to, to make yourself feel better, to, to, to help your body mm-hmm. stay, stay consistent and everything like that. Now, I've talked about it pretty, pretty openly that built bar is a big part of my day because it helps me bridge that gap, you know, from, from breakfast to the next meal, um, you know, around 10, 10 30, when the built go wears off and I need just a little bit of an extra boost. It's, it's a lower calorie snack. It's full of protein. They taste amazing. Like we talked about. And, and it's one way that I use to take care of myself and, and, sure you know, the, the, the days get longer and, and things get hectic and, and you just need to be able to find those ways to be healthy, to, to eat healthy. And I, for my, for my money, there's no better way to do that than with Bill Bar. Yeah. What I love about Bill Bars are they're covering 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're perfect. No matter where you're at on life's health journey, you're trying to lose weight, maintain weight. You're on the keto diet, whatever it might be. Bill Bar is the answer for you. And I can promise you that. Check them out. Go to BillBar.com. While you're there, use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You'll get 20% off your next order. Once again, use that promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BillBar.com. Com. Brian and I are fully on board with Built Bar. We encourage you guys to check them out because they are the best tasting protein bars on the market.
All right, Brian, as we round out this Monday edition of the show, I wanted to dig deeper into something you just mentioned, and that is what the impact of the the passing of Ty Jordan, what it will be for the University of Utah. And I think we do need to add the disclaimer that we don't ultimately know. We may not know for months how it's ultimately Mm going to affect this team. But I think the biggest thing is you're right. This amidst the pandemic when these guys, speaking of the members of the University of Utah's football program, they can't be around each other as much much as they normally would be in a non-pandemic year, I think it's going to have a unique impact on them. And I think that each player in their own right will have to kind of navigate things in their own way. It, it's a program that's thrived off of stability and, and the ability to uh, weather the adversity that comes with any given season because of the core values of, of the program that Kyle sure. Williams-Ham's built, the foundation of the program, the the year-to-year leadership that's been hand, handed down from player to player, from class to class. And I think this is another big challenge for a team that's already been through a lot this year. It's It hurts my heart, but at the same time, adversity is opportunity in disguise as our good friend Quinn Snyder likes to say. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where you have to get to with this, both as a player, you know, we've seen fans making suggestions about renaming section 22, Ty Jordan section, maybe a little 22 in the end zone. Some really great ideas are out there. The university of Utah lit the U it, it was already lit, but they put a giant in memoriam up on the, the sure. giant scoreboard yeah. in the stadium and, and so I think there are ways that you can turn this adversity to turn this tragedy into positives. And that's what it'll be on top of these guys to do and to figure out because it's bigger than football at this point. You know, you do have a job to do as a student athlete, but what really your job becomes is to, you know, make things better in what you're doing on because of Ty Jordan or for Ty. And I think that's something that this program has always been able to adapt and find footing in, in, in the throes of adversity. Uh, I do worry about these kids though, man, like it is a tough time for everyone. And to go through a tragedy like that, you just, you know, you, you pray that they can find some comfort right now. And, and, you know, the, the outpouring on social media, I think is the, the hardest part because a lot of these guys are hurting and they're hurting pretty bad. And it's to be it's to be expected, honestly. These are young men who were probably associating talking with Ty in the lead up to his tragic passing, and all of a sudden, it's snuffed out just like that. And that that's the toughest part. That's the thing about it is so quickly it shows you how precious life can be. And I'm with you. I hope that all of these young men in this program are able to kind of navigate the flood of emotions that are going to come because. Anybody who's experienced loss, uh, no matter what level it might come from, you might have had a loved one, a grandparent, a parent, a sibling, an aunt and uncle, a grandparent, no matter what level of loss you've experienced, we all have experienced the myriad of emotions that come with that loss. And this is going to be an, an interesting time, especially for the University of Utah with these coaches, the support staff, the university itself, how they help these young men navigate these emotions because it is, it is a heavy, heavy thing to deal with at such a young age. And the last thing that you want is, is to lose one of these kids to some, you know, grief stricken decision or something like that along the way. Now, 
Having said all that, there are a few people in this state that I would trust to be able to navigate a situation like that, like Kyle Whittingham. I think oftentimes we forget that he is a master of psychology. Literally, he has a master's degree in psychology. Yeah. This is a man that understands how the brain works. He invested heavily in in making sure his players had access to, to sports psychologists and, and counselors who could talk about these kinds of things. And I'm sure that the university is going to do that as, as well so that these guys can take this tragedy and turning in turning it into an advantage and i just keep coming back to this thing that this is not about football this is about you know ty jordan Mm -hmm. but eventually it becomes about what does ty jordan do for you in your life how do you make your life better and i think that's the the overarching theme for me uh, of this whole experience is how do i go about taking what i've seen from ty jordan from his impact how do i make that make make myself a better podcast host? How do I make that into a better employee? How do I make that into, you know, my interactions with human beings? You know, I think for one thing, his just ever, you know, the boundless energy and joy that he had, you know, see me and Nick are talking about like, he's always wheezing and out of breath because he's going so hard. And so maybe that's what I'll take into this week and and finding ways to take those parts and and implement it into your work so that, you know, you're developing and you're growing and continuing because at the end of the day, that is, you know, what these guys are invested in and and you're just wishing the best for them and hope that that can, they can continue to to work and find that success. You know, absolutely. Uh, As you were talking, there, Brian, a poem that came to my mind, and I have to give credit, this poem has been quoted often by Men in Blazers, it's a soccer podcast that I am very fond of, and Raj, one of the co-hosts of that podcast, it's called The Mower, it's by Philip Larkin, and I'm not going to read the entire uh, poem here, but the last stanza of this poem comes to me, and I think it applies currently with the circumstance we find ourselves in as you talk about how it's going to the life and legacy of Ty Jordan how it's going to affect us each individually I'll read this last stanza for you of each other we should be kind while there still is time it just it means a lot to me that we're all going to have to deal with the loss of Ty Jordan, his legacy, in the short time he's with the University of Utah. He is going to affect people in different ways, but I think we all can learn from his example because you have that smile you talk about. It was just it was that megawatt smile when he was playing the sport. You could tell this was a young man who loved what he did. I think we all can take something from that and move forward and be better for it. Exactly. And I I love that poem because uh, it just it exemplifies the fact that you know, life is really short. And mm-hmm. so whatever it is that you need to do, don't wait on it. Absolutely. Um, it's oh man, it's just this is a tough one for sure. But, you know, what, Utah fans, if you have questions, reach out to us. You know, we'll try and give you as many details as we can. Things are still very, very cloudy and all that kind of stuff if you you know my dms are always open uh if you want to talk or or anything like that i'm I'm always happy to tell you what i can um you know we'll keep people updated on on efforts to help his family i know that there are things wheels in motion with that you know for gofundmes and whatnot that will be officially through the university of utah so that they can get it to the actual jordan family and help benefit because i think that is one thing i love about this state and these you know the fan bases within it is they are the first ones to jump in there and and make things happen when tragedy strikes and and make turn those you know absolute just devastating losses into moments of of relief yeah 
No, there's no doubt about that. And I have no doubt that people will come together and it will be better. All right, Brian, any uh, final thoughts from you as we sign off on uh, this, this podcast? We, we don't mean for it to be a downer, but it definitely today's podcast was all about Ty Jordan. Like, like Brian has talked about, we'll talk about the football impact of his loss at some point, but it's still far too fresh to worry about that right now. But Brian, any final thoughts from you before we go out here? I mean, it's good to have you back, man. <laughs> well, it, it's good to be back. I, I, I spent a week, I went and covered the bowl game in Florida for BYU. It was fun to get out of town for a little bit, but I, I truly did miss doing this podcast. It, it is something that I, I tell people all the time. It's more fun, you know, when you got a homie on. And, uh, you, you know, this is today is not a fun topic, but, no. uh, you know, what it is, is, is it's a chance for you and I to. I, I was having a conversation with some, er, someone earlier that this is always a team effort. Mm-hmm. I'm just the one that sits behind the microphone. You're just the one that sits behind the microphone. This community, these fans, this is a team effort between us all. Uh, and, and I hope that, that we said something or, or maybe stirred something inside of you thought-wise to where either if you have something to share with us, please, you know, please do, especially me. You know, this is Jake's got a million things going on. He's got a family like Twitter. I'm always there. You know what I mean? Hey, it may, I can tell you this much. I I'm available for anybody. If they need me, I'll tell you this much though. One thing I will admit, I've got two young children and I've got a son who's my youngest. The thought of losing him at the age of the Ty Jordan passed away at 19. And my son is still, he's only two years old, but the thought of losing my son, let's, I'll put it this way. I hugged my kids a lot closer the moment I heard these, heard this news. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, you know, that's the only thing that you can do is, is take your, take your world and try to just make it a little bit better, Mm -hmm. you know, to be kind. Yeah. So let's, let's all do our part. Let's remember the life and legacy of Ty Jordan. I'm sure there is plenty more to come in that realm. I'm sure the university's got things that they are working on. We'll be sure to pass along anything we learn with regards to to helping out the Jordan family, et cetera. We'll have that all covered for you and we'll be with you guys. If you guys need help, you have questions, concerns, comments, no matter what it is, reach out on social media at Brown Bear SLC at locked on youth, or you can send it to me as well at Jacob C. Hatch. And also feel free to email it. If you'd rather email it, please do so. LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. Love to hear from you guys and get your guys' thoughts. Well, Brian, I think uh, we've spent a long time. We're a little bit over time on today's podcast, but I think it's been time well spent. Thank you, everybody, for, for tuning in, for listening, for your feedback. Thank you for your patience as we struggle to express our emotions about such a sensitive you know, topic and, and just you know, full, full, full steam ahead at, at this point, you know, as, as we try to work through this. Yep. Here's to you, Ty Jordan. Rest in peace.